What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm gonna go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Welcome to the Red Hot Real Estate Show. She is here, our host uh, and also our licensed realtor from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results, Miss Mimi Shoneman. Hello Good over morning. there. All right. So purple, so purple pride, so skull Vikings. He's mm. with us as well, our good friend. Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage. Hello. Gold Vice. <laughs> you are ready. I am ready. But see, I appreciate you because there's a lot of people who just jumped on this bad ragging recently. His, you can see that you can see that you've been doing this for years with your jersey. You can see just the crack in the in the peeling of the numbers on this stuff. This has been your life for a long time. When Phil, the doctors operated on my finger, purple blood <laughs> came out. Okay. Oh I'm, I'm good with it. He's, Phil, he's oh, sporting the Randy Moss. I appreciate it. Yes. That shows that. He's exactly. been in this. It's been He's a while. He's not fair weather. He's been in this. So let's get your NMLS number out there as well. NMLS 238103, company NMLS 3029, cross-country mortgage. All right. I believe you both have a market update for us about what's going on here in the Twin Cities, right? All right, okay. Phil. Let's talk about some numbers. All right. Well, this last week, CPI index. Core Price Index. That's one of the major indexes regarding inflation. Yes. Came in at expectations, which was a .01 downward. That's a good direction, folks, because the 10-year Treasury note rides right on top of inflation. And as the CPI goes down, mortgage interest rates go down. Mm -hmm. But... The Federal Reserve, they're very hawkish. Right. It's not so much hawkish. Can you haw- explain hawkish? Yeah. Because hawkish, dovish, bullish, bearish, all those things, I think people mm-hmm. get them all ha- yeah, Hawkish up. means basically they've, they've set their eyes on, on really one word. Okay. And they want to see this one word go, go De- up. up. Okay. Go up. Mm-hmm. Unemployment. They want to see unemployment go up to 5 to 6% because they feel that the only way that they can reduce spending is for less people to have money. Now, I'm not going to agree with that, but guess what? If you read the last three Fed minutes, they are really big about causing pain, not only in the stock market, bond market, but in the unemployment market. All right. Uh, Hey, I'm just telling you what it is. Unemployment rate right now. It's still 3.5%. Because what I was thinking, the way I interpret it, is that they were trying to say that there were more companies out there trying to hire people, and that would require... would So, okay, all right, we, we have to back up, okay, because I'm like, let's go back, because I'm like, so when we're talking about just hawkish in general, you mean that they are laser-focused on a certain thing, and they're, really trying to affect a certain thing by they're hawkish. They're laser-focused on two things, CPI, CPE, okay. and unemployment. Okay. And by them... Increasing so at that number. and increasing the prime rate. Mm-hmm. Okay, they've kind of said they were going to do a quarter point. Problem is, unemployment rate is not going up. So there is a possibility. I think the Fed, instead of doing a quarter point rise to the prime rate, mm-hmm. they're going to raise it a full half. Now, this particular prime rate, when we're talking about things, how, how does that in affect? Is there a one-to-one correlation to what happens with so, mortgage rates? With mortgage rates, there's a lag, all okay. right? Okay. It, it does influence the mortgage rates, but what it okay. is your prime rate affects 
is your non-federal student loans, Mm -hmm. car loans, Mm -hmm. credit cards, any form of home equity loan, or maybe second mortgage that's tied to prime. Because those would be rate, that's when you see something that says rate plus a certain percentage, that's what that means. Think think of it this way. Anytime the Fed, it is, increases the prime rate. Imagine a a sponge with water in it being squeezed. Okay. Okay. They're squeezing. They're trying to restrict monetary flow. Mm -hmm. And when they restrict monetary flow, what's going to happen? The CPI, core price index, is going to go down. Okay. The 10-year treasury note rides right on top of that. Okay. And guess what? Mortgage interest rates are all based off of your 10-year treasury note. Okay. So the good news, folks, is we should start seeing mortgage rates go down in the first, second quarter of this coming year. But I still think the Fed is going to squeeze because they're not seeing what what they want to see happen with the unemployment rate. Which, okay. Affect some other thing. Okay, got you. Got you. They just want to stop the spending. All right. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Really? Was that was that so difficult? <laughs> yeah, that's feel. what I feel like. Yeah, that's feel. what I was trying to get to. They just want you yeah. want us well, to spend day right now. Well, that's what I bring to the market though with my consumers <laughs> is, is I have a very good understanding, right. firm grasp of what's going on in our economy, and I'm able to advise them correctly as to when to lock a rate, when mm-hmm. to float a rate. Right how to get the best interest rate, that's where that information or education I have impacts the consumer. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Perfect. There we go. All right. Um, There's my market update. There's your market that. update. That's perfect. So yeah. what I'd like to know from you, Phil, last week, what was your very best 30-year fix that you quoted? Uh, 6%. 6%. And the credit score of this individual was? 746. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And the very highest one you quoted? Hmm. I think I quoted one at seven and a quarter with a 581 credit score. Okay. Okay. And then. So credit uh, score that needed some work. Two, oh, yeah. Yeah. Two one buy downs. Two one buy downs are hot. They're hot. Hot. You're seeing a lot of those. 50% of my clients are able to negotiate a two one buy down with, with it is the sellers. And what is a two one buy down? Imagine I get you a rate of 6%. In your first year, you're at 4%. Second year, you're at 5%. And then in your sixth year, hopefully we can refinance you before that time. Mm -hmm. You'd then be at 6%. And I just quoted a client on a $380,000 loan. It saves them $700 a month in the first year. That's amazing. $700 yes. a month. Mm-hmm. You put right. that into your bank account. Exactly. Don't spend it. That, and, no. And what's so a, nice about that's it? That's what you need to don't spend yes. it. So right. Who pays for it? The sellers. Mm-hmm. You're not paying for it. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm not going to go into a full market update. Okay. I am just going to hit some highlights. Um, our median sales price still hovering at 355 for the metro area. Okay. Um, our price per square footage for the metro area is right around $198 per square foot. Mimi, may I ask you a question about that medium, uh, yep. median median income uh, yep. price? So when we're looking at that style of house and we look at that, is it all style of houses? So does it mean a, a two-bedroom, three-bedroom, or is there a standard type of house that's going for that? Okay, so this particular report that mm-hmm. I pulled from the Minneapolis Area Association 
of realtors. This is talking about the 13 county Twin Cities region. So it's okay. a pretty broad area. Okay. And it's encompassing, as I understand it, all of the properties okay. on enough. the market. Yeah. yeah so including- there might be these smaller starter bungalows, but mm-hmm. also up to a four bedroom. Your six mm. million dollar or your two hundred thousand dollars. It takes okay. it takes all the houses. But if if we were to say what was the number again, you said three fifty five. Okay. Three fifty five. Three bedroom, two bath, circa nineteen seventy, uh finished basement, two car garage. Is probably the, also the median house. Is that what would we're saying, that, you think. would you would you agree with I, that? I would also say maybe your two bedroom homes. Okay. Okay. Um so, so two or three bedroom okay, one gotcha. or two bathrooms. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. So I was just kind of looking around to see kind of uh, new construction yesterday. Where where is value? Mm-hmm. What's the best price that, that I saw for uh, new construction? And about the best price I saw was two hundred ninety nine thousand, and it was on slab, and it was a uh, uh, detached. And what's, so, what's on slab, Mimi? On slab, yes, mm-hmm. means what does it that does mean? not have a basement. Okay, it's on a concrete slab. Okay, you knew that. I knew. No, that. but okay. they didn't. I was <laughs> going to ask you too. I was like, no. Okay. I'm like looking at no. him, but, like, what are you but, talking about? He just took but, my spot that normally is like. But that two ninety nine is not here in the Twin Cities. It where is. is where? Um, I'll have to look it up again. Oh, okay, it's outside. It's like up in Big Elk Lake. River. Okay, um, we also saw a little value in Invergrove Heights, if you can believe it Ooh, or not. Okay. Um, so it just depends on what you're looking for. So uh, not incredibly far, though. No, but, you know, if you think about it, those those are very, very limited inventory. Right. Uh, it, you know, and the prices are just going to keep increasing, okay. folks. This is what we've talked about week over week. Uh, it does not look like the prices are going to come down dramatically unless they were already overpriced to begin with. Okay. And I think that our savvy sellers out there are going to have to price your house very aggressively to compete in this year. Case Schiller Report. Mm-hmm. Case Schiller Report uh, is a reflection of appreciation of properties. Right. Case Schiller Report basically states that pro- home properties are going to appreciate three to four percent annually for the next two to three years, and 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 they won't come down until there's enough rental units that are being built that will gotcha. overcome. It's the demand of supply. Okay. So it's simple, simple economics. Yeah. Right. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit about the builders, the National Builders Association, and some of the shortages of products that they're reporting. Right. You can also get your question into the air. If you'd like to be a part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show, you can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available as a podcast. You can get this episode and previous episodes. Just go to our website, mytalk1071.com, and use that keyword, Red Hot. Okay. So I was saying to myself, hmm. you know, I've actually never looked up what makes a house cost what a house costs. Okay. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of know, but you don't really look at it. Yes. And so I was on the National Association of Builders, and they report the the things that they're having trouble getting. Okay. Um, and so, so this, when we talk about supply chain issues across the board, yes, that's mm-hmm. also in, you know, really impacting our housing market and how things are, yes. are being constructed. Because if they have to pay more for something, then we're going to have to pay more for it too. Right. That's just how it goes. All right. So um, these are materials from October 22nd, October 22 versus May of 21. 
Um, and so we'll just kind of go over some of the the bigger ones. So, About a year and a half, then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the one of the biggest things that they're having problems with getting supplies. Some are serious shortages, mm-hmm. and some are just uh, reporting some shortage shortages. Right. Um, so we've got HVAC equipment. Okay. Uh, in October of twenty second, they had seventy six percent of the builders reporting that they had trouble with getting HVAC equipment. Mm-hmm. Well, heaters. You can't. Have a house without heat. Yes. Yeah. Even, you know, no matter where you are. Right. Um, you can do without air, but that's getting harder as well. Um, we've also got some serious shortages on appliances. Mm-hmm. Uh, 56% reported uh, some shortage and 32% reported a very serious shortage. Did you mm-hmm. see on there, just because my ex-husband is a plumber, so I hear about these things, did water heaters show up on your list at all? Yes, ma'am. Okay, those I thought, are, yep. Those are coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, our ready-to-mix concrete yes. mm-hmm. um, problem. Uh, 50% of the people said serious shortage. Mm-hmm. Uh, clay bricks, which, I don't know, they don't really use a ton of bricks here, but they do use some. Yeah. Um, a ton of more bricks. down a ton south. Of bricks. Well done. That's more down south. Yeah, right. more down south. Nice. yeah everything yeah. like and, and in the southwest we use a lot of those Brick. too. Yeah, yeah, a ton of bricks. Yeah, problem. I like it. You're like boom. Fifty nine, forty nine percent. Okay, fifty four percent on the clay bricks. Uh, cro- concrete bricks and blocks. Forty eight percent. Ceramic mm-hmm. tiles. Fifty two percent. Your cabinetry. Yes. Sixty uh, percent. Wow. Windows and doors don't fall over. Eighty three percent. But I How about that- garage doors? I knew that windows and door things because you know I've been redoing mm-hmm. my windows on my house. Yes, and it's they're like we'll we'll be back in six months. Mm-hmm. They're like we'll just we're gonna measure everything. We'll be back in six to here, seven months. Here's here mm-hmm. I'll just give you a statistic of year to date last year for me. I did a little bit over twenty brand new new construction properties. Yes, and of the twenty, I think only two closed on time. Right, and, and, and it's all related to. What Mimi's talking and about right now. one of the now. things you were both talking about last year is doing that deal and then having someone do a new construction that was pretty much up to their max. I think you both shared those stories of what they qualified for. But then the rate... The rate went the, up. The rate went up, and now they're like, even though this was their their air quotes dream house, mm-hmm. they couldn't afford it anymore well, because about, the rate went up. Uh, well, I'll give you another serious thing that happens. It's called a rate lock bust. Okay. You you lock a rate for six months. Mm-hmm. I can lock six, nine, twelve months. Right. Some consumers they don't want to pay for the higher interest rate for the longer rate. Yes. So they get a ninety day lock. Now guess what? Your house don't close in ninety days. Mm-hmm. Now you're having to pay what's called an extension cost, and your average extension cost is about point three five. Oh. So imagine you have a three hundred fifty thousand dollar home with a point three five hit for the month. Your closing costs are going up a thousand dollars a month. That that house isn't being built. No, by the way, read the contract because every builder's contract will tell you that they are not going to pay any form of extension cost. Am That's I right or wrong, Mimi? You're right. Okay, you're right. Um, so that is a pickle mm-hmm. for everybody concerned. It also is something that you're going to want to make sure that you you understand the contract, just like Phil just said, because. You could be in jeopardy of mm-hmm. losing your earnest money. Yep. Okay. Yes, oh, I know a builder. Could. I know a builder that took fifty thousand dollars from a client. Yep. Yep. Canceled the client. 
canceled the contract, kept the $50,000. And then got re- to sell the house to somebody else. Yeah, and relisted the house. Yes. And this is all this is all above board, yeah. folks. If it's in writing and you sign it, mm-hmm. that's that's just it. Right. That's just, you know, you've got to pray that your your builder would be a kind soul and let you out of it. But you, if it's in writing and they don't have to. That's Which why is, you want to hire Mimi, because I know for a fact she reads all those contracts, every single page, and so do I. All 120 pages. Right. Yeah. Which is also the reason why we've encouraged people, if you want to build your 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 dream house and that's the route you decide to take, just reminding again, and I can say this so that you guys don't end up putting your foot in your mouth, that's why you go to somebody like Phil and have them do your mortgage versus automatically going with the builders because it's just not necessarily their job to educate you on everything that you're signing off. Their job when they're their when job you, is to Phil, sell product. Correct. Okay. So Phil and Mimi are on your side. You're hiring them to look at your things. Yes. That's the only way to make sure that you are fully educated on what it is that you're getting yourself yeah, into. Yeah, because once you've signed it, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're done. You're, you're done. done. Yeah. You're done. And you do have to follow the timelines that, right. you know, you, you owe this much earnest money at this point, mm-hmm. and then down the road, you have to make sure that you hit those deadlines. But right. but that's a different topic. Right. All right. So now we're still talking about building shortages, and to your question, Miss mm-hmm. Shannon, plumbing fixtures and fittings, 64%, so right. that's better than last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, steel beams, 45% shortage. Copper wiring, 65%. Um, insulation material, 50%. Millwork, 59%. Mm-hmm. Roofing materials, 50%. Steel, just lightweight for framing, 53%. Structural insulated panels, 45%. Hardwood flooring, 50%. Mm-hmm. Vinyl siding, 50 Trusses, 53 uh, gypsum wallboard, 39, and plywood, 36%, and framing lumber coming in at 37%. So, so the bottom line is, folks, if you're going to buy new construction, you're still paying a big premium. Right. And the thing that I think that, that drives that uh, cost per square foot up is also lot costs. Okay. And that's going to mm-hmm. be specific to whatever... Uh, whatever city, whatever township that you're buying in, uh, sometimes the builder will have the lot and it's built into the cost. And sometimes you'll find a lot and do a custom build. Right. Um, but nevertheless, the cost of the lot is not just the land. Mm-hmm. It's If you're working with a builder, they have regulations that they have to try and work with with each and every uh, uh, every city and township. Right. All right. So let's just do a quick comparison. Use Cottage Grove. We're going to go with a point two. 0.2 acre lot. I'm going to throw a number out, Mimi. You tell me if I'm right or wrong. 140,000. Yeah. Okay. okay. All okay. right. Now, now we're going to take that comparison. We're going to move it out to say outside of New Richmond, Wisconsin, gotcha. which is which is a whole 30 minutes from what what 20 minutes from Stillwater. Uh, 20 well, depends on how yeah. you go. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> 20, so let's let's get on the yeah. back side of New Richmond and let's go with. Farmland. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that more when we come back from the break. You can yeah. also be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Call us at 651 641 1071. We'll be right back here on My Talk 1071.
Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon here with Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results and the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Also joining us from Cross Country Mortgage, Mr. Phil Olson. And you can be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071 for any of your real estate or mortgage questions. Yes. And so to conclude the last segment about mm-hmm. uh, cost of building materials and shortages, that's just to really let folks know that maybe never thought about why um, mm-hmm. those are the reasons why uh, that things cost the way that they do right now what we're going to talk about is uh, we're going to let Mr. Olson here talk about the benefits and the problems with uh, selecting an arm product for your mortgage all right so adjustable rate mortgages that means that the rate eventually is going to change okay And it can change upward or it can change downward. Now, your common arms, three-year, five-year, seven-year, 10-year, 15-year, okay? The shorter the arm, the bigger the benefit and interest rate to the consumer. I've been in the business going on 22 years now. I went through 07, 08. I saw thousands of people lose houses unfortunately, due to adjustable rate mortgages. Yes, and but, as did I. All um, right, so right. I'm going to talk about PTSD the, because I'm going to talk about the positives. Yeah. On an average given year, I maybe do three to five arms. I know other lenders that do far more, okay? But it but has I, to do a lot with your belief system, right? Well, it, I think it also has, yes, my belief, my experience, and my education, because I'm going to educate the client extensively on the pros and the cons. Ultimately, it's their decision to make if they feel that's going to be good for their family. So, rewards. A lower interest rate, okay? Initially, you have a lower monthly payment. That payment could be an eighth of a percent to one full percentage point lower than a 30-year fixed. On a seven or 10 year arm, the consumer qualifies based on the initial start rate. Okay. Whereas a five year arm, you take the rate and you add 2% to that, and they have to qualify at the higher interest rate, even though their rate is less. Okay. All right. All right, Phil. So you, you said some terms in here we've got to define mm-hmm. initial start rate. Mm-hmm. Tell what that is. The initial start rate is the rate that you will start at at month one. So let's just say a 5-1 arm, which I priced out here last week. 5.5%, arm, but it had caps, okay? And it had a cap of 215. So I'm going to talk about some of the risks. I think you need to talk about what 5-1-1 is and a 215. Yeah. Okay, so caps, it's called your rate cap. Remember I said the rate can go up or down. Yep. Well, uh, back in 07, 08, all the rates went up, okay? And the first number is the amount that the rate can go up maximum at time of the fifth year ending. Okay. 61st month. Okay. 215 means you could go from 5.5% to 7.5%. Immediately at the 61st month. What does the one stand for? It means it can adjust on a yearly basis. 
What does the five stand for? It's the last number, 215. That is the maximum that the interest rate can go up from the initial start rate. So at any given point in time, and understand, this is a 30-year loan. It is. But, and you will have it paid off in 30 years. But your rate could go from 55 to 10.5%. And mm-hmm. if your mortgage payment is sixteen hundred, imagine it going up to thirty two hundred, double. Okay, and so arms typically are good for people who short term. Yeah, three to five years. It's great for that three emmer that's been that gets moved around. All right, it's probably good for the investor. Mm-hmm. Okay, depending on if it's a flip scenario or a short term hold scenario, I would say that somebody that is extremely financial savvy and has owned multiple homes, and they're the type of individual that looks at their mortgage statement every single month. They look at their bank statement. They're watching the market. They're understanding what's going on in with mortgage interest rates. Mm-hmm. All right. Or, I mean, my first home that I bought, geez, a million years ago now. Um, if you have somebody that, like my mortgage professional back then, kind of handheld me through that process and what we were going to do. And so it was the educational process was also having somebody go, here's what you need to do over the next three years to be prepared to refinance and to stay on it for me. And so I got a message from him that said time to refinance and making sure I was prepared to do it. So I didn't have it sneak up on me and not everybody has that. All right. But Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to throw something out here. If your mortgage professional says, and I'm going to help you refinance, but Mm -hmm. doesn't talk to you about the following that I'm going to talk about, they're selling product. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got to understand that houses don't always go up in value, number one. Right. And if your house goes down far enough in value, like 07, 08, people became underwater. And when you're underwater, you're not refinancing your arm. Okay. There's nothing that you can tell me anybody in this room right now or are my talkers mm-hmm. that in a, a year from now they get in a severe car wreck and they can't work anymore they become disabled they have a family life event let's say a divorce mm-hmm. and their credit gets ruined okay i could go on and on and on if ev- if all the you know everything lines up the stars line up perfect yes, yes okay. there is a possibility of a refinance. But for me to tell a client, I'm going to refinance you. Right. That's not always the best possible. strategy. Yeah. Well, it's not always possible. Fair enough. So, what I tell people is if you're going to go with an arm, you need to have a strategy, a clear strategy to get out of that arm. And, and, don't play the market. When mm-hmm. the rates drop one full percentage point, you refinance. Okay. All right. And, Let's talk about some of the risks. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, for instance, if you if if somebody missed a payment mm-hmm. or was late for how long? Thirty day late. If you miss if you miss sixty days on a mortgage, you're automatically waiting one full year. One full year. And so, if you're having a life event that causes you to miss a payment, um, that is a real issue because if you needed to refinance, you would have to wait. And this is not just a cross-country mortgage rule. This is across the board. Mm -hmm. And to your point, 
you know, we saw a lot of people that had arms. I don't know how they were instructing people about arms back in the day because I was not here. I, I was not a realtor. But, you know, a lot of the uh, Frank Dodd stuff was that the consumer was not educated. What is different now that would ensure that the consumer is being educated to make sure they understand the product that they're buying? Well, one of the things that did come out of Dodd-Frank, okay, is there is a very, very specific document. Not it's I can't remember the name of it, but we have to disclose it to the consumer. It's an arm disclosure. It's about 20 pages long. All right. Um, unfortunately, I don't know if everybody ever always reads it. Okay. Yes. All right. A lot uh, of people don't read yeah, any they, of those yeah, things. Okay. So, yeah. And, and because they don't read it, they don't understand it. But if they're working with me, believe me, I'm going to walk you through. I'm going to show you. All right. What is your worst case scenario? Should this thing jump? And I will actually have numbers for that so they can see those numbers. Now, is an adjustable rate mortgage a good thing for a first time home buyer? I tell my first time home buyers, I'm just giving you my personal opinion. You're crazy. Right. Okay. You're crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of risk there. Right? Yeah. Um, especially, you know, if they've never done it before, you know, uh, it just depends on your, your, they're learning home ownership. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, for yeah. anybody, I, it just depends so, on how risk averse you I mean, are. I mean, look at it this way. So the mortgage is 300,000. I save you a half a percent and your mortgage payments, $120 less per month. Maybe we should look at maybe buying a $250,000 home on a 30-year fixed or $270,000 home. And now you have a fixed rate and you don't need to worry about it. Yes. Um, And, you know, there's lots of conversations to have. If you're looking to shave some money off of your monthly payment, um, you know, there's roommates, there's, there's second roommates, jobs. Second jobs. How about a 2-1 buy-down, 3-2-1 buy-down, permanent buy-down? There's there's multiple ways to reduce a payment. Right. So, you know, after people listen to me here, they're probably going, well, he's not a fan of arms. <laughs> I'm not. Right. But it's, it's <laughs> a part. And that's fair. But yeah. it's part of our business, you know, to educate our consumers on every product that's out there. I'm just not going to be the one that's going to sell you that product. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to sell a relationship. Right. And if it works with your short and long-term goals. I think it sounds like a a wonderful solution for investors, Mm -hmm. for someone who moves and changes jobs quite a bit, but they don't want to rent. I think it sounds like a great solution because you already know you're, you're going to be coming out of that. And then right now we're in a, a, a positive equity situation. Yeah. Um, as long as you've put enough down, you know, hopefully that would have avoided the property, you know, not appraising right. when you need to refinance exactly. it or sell yeah. it. I'm going to say it this way. Sometimes it's better picking up the nickel than the quarter. Fair enough. Mm. Well, thanks folks for listening. We appreciate you. What? We had a whole nother break. We're just going in the, Oh, you're talking like we're rapid. Yeah. Okay. Well, just sharing some love. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm that, sorry. That was, okay. All you right. got me all confused. I thought you were talking like we were done. <laughs> you You're going to make me sad and cry. <laughs> we got emotional. Yeah, no announcements here. Okay. All right. So when we come back, we got stories and we've got a January checklist to uh, help you check your house. <laughs> we There's also that. would love to take your calls. We're at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Oh. 
Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon here with my friend Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Also, Mr. School Vikings over here, Mr. Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage. Also, we still have time for your questions. You can call in at 651-641-1071. Is this where I should say welcome to the show? Yes, please. Hey. Hey. Welcome. We're in the first segment. So happy okay. to be here. I yes. know. Hey, okay. man, look, this you is know, what I say. It's, it's, you know, we've been hanging out for so many years now, the three of us, that that's why we're all here. It's like, it's my turn to go. You just felt so comfortable. Mm-hmm. You're like, it went so fast. Yeah, that's so all fast. good. So, All right, so we can give some hope to people? Yes, please. All right, okay. so I've got a great story. Yes. All right. This story started out six months ago. The clients closed on their home mm-hmm. here on Thursday. Okay. And here is what I was thrown at in the beginning. I was thrown a five, a sub 580 credit score, which is the lowest score you can have to get qualified. And guess what? They were below 580. Mm-hmm. I had a borrower, now fo- no fault to himself, had two major job layoffs over six months with it is COVID. Okay. And he worked in the beverage industry. Yes. All right. I had tip income that was not verified by the employer, so I couldn't count it. The borrower had a judgment. It was a small judgment, but all judgments have to be paid off from an ex-spouse, and they had no idea where this ex-spouse was in eight years. We had to track them down. Mm -hmm. All right. And I got the buyer approved with a 5% down FHA loan, but what exactly happened in this story? And I just want to, it... as you're laying this out, I yep. just want to use this as an example of, there's lots of people who I'm like, hey, my situation is way too complex, it's never going to work. And that it really is about finding connections by Phil and Mimi and other qualified people that instead of going, you're too complicated, we don't do it, going, nope. I'm going to help you get it together. So let's unravel this. I'm a tiger. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know from example. All right. Mm -hmm. So I improved the client's score by 60 points. I got verifications of employments and handwritten letters from all the employers that basically said due to the job layoff, which he got recalled, had nothing to do with my borrower. It all had to do with a COVID shutdown. Okay. I gathered 12 months bank statements and I physically added up every single cash deposit in their bank account for 12 months. I took a 12 month average and I got all their tip income back in. Wow. I got it is, oh, I tracked down the ex spouse. <laughs> I tracked Listen them. To you, I, tra- I tracked him down on Facebook, got his address partnered him with the title company so he could get paid for the judgment. He didn't even remember that he was owed money. Wow. Okay. And oh, by the way, this all happened over a period of six months. And the key was here, guys, I got this loan a hundred percent approved fast tracked Mimi Mm -hmm. before I even sent the borrower out shopping. And what is fast track? Mm -hmm. That means getting the loan a hundred percent approved through underwriting. So that way, when my buyer makes an offer, they're 100% good because it's only then subject to the purchase agreement and title. Okay. Right. Everybody wants to be fast-tracked. Exactly. If you can be. Yes. Yeah. What are some of the reasons that people can't get fast-tracked? 
Um, good example of not getting fast tracked is they're driving down the road and they go, Oh my God, that house is for sale. That's the house we've always wanted to buy. There's a situation where I gather up all the documents. I get the purchase agreement and we go to underwriting, but folks, don't worry about fast track or underwriting because I know the guidelines and so does my staff. Right. Our files are literally scanned or stripped three times, mm-hmm. three times before we even go to underwriting. Right. We've already figured everything out. Our files go into underwriting and they come back out 90% of the time with maybe one or two conditions. They're approved. Right. I'm not worried so much. Fast track is a nice thing. But because this was a complicated puzzle, yes, I basically told the borrowers we're not shopping until until, this. until we get this. And, and some of the stuff was tough. Some of the stuff was tough to get. And you didn't tell them when they came to you and said, "Here's where it is." It's it's being able to. And again, I know if we if we've had some little roadblocks in our past, then you're preemptively embarrassed, or you feel that you know you're beating yourself up about it instead of going, "Nope." You know, Phil, Mimi, you guys have seen everything. So you're not sitting there waiting to judge somebody because they have been perfectly imperfect. You're mm-hmm. going, yep, okay, that's complicated. Here's what you have to do in order to to to, to get to what your goal is, which is buying a house, yeah. right? Well, so it's I mean, like you can either listen to them or not, but they'll give you the work. Now, I can, I can reverse this story mm-hmm. and let you know this is the type of work that has to be done on a jumbo loan. Okay. Because they're 100% manual underwrite. Right. They're beyond detailed. Mm -hmm. If you're not working with a really good loan officer and a lender on a jumbo, and I'm I'm closing a $2.6 million deal, guys, but Mm -hmm. I've got got 300 hours of literal work into this $2.6 million property. We mentioned this a while ago what the bottom number is for a jumble. So it's what dollar Seven, amount and 72600 now. Okay. $720,000 600. If your loan amount goes over that, now there's ways to manipulate that number, but if you're if you're at 1.5 million dollars and you're working with a 1-year or 2-year loan officer and you're not working with a seasoned loan officer, all I can tell you is be prepared for a wild ride. Right. You need somebody extremely detailed that understands it's S-Corps, C-Corps, LLCs, sole proprietorships, um, assets, you know, where all these monies are coming from. That's what I look at, and I'm very detailed. But that those jumbo loans can be a wild ride. Right. And so, Mimi, just to tie back into what we've talked about throughout the show is that there's a lot of these conversations that are very complex puzzles. And well, so being able to talk to the two of you first is part of the way that you can go, I'm going to untangle this for you. I, I think that there are a lot of people that are stopped in their tracks when they get the word no. Uh, and they do believe when they're told no that that's it. Um, I think that the thing that I'd like for people to know is that just because one person said no does not mean it doesn't exist and it can't happen for you. Okay. Um, that a second opinion is important. And so I think that if you give Phil a call and Phil, your your direct line is... 651-238-6748. And let him look at your scenario. Even if you've been approved by another loan officer, it does not hurt to have them look at... Have Phil look at uh, what you've been presented with and maybe have better solutions. Well, right. guess what? We've got down payment assistance from 14 different areas in the metro from 5 to 90, 
$93,000. Right. There's so many buyers out there that aren't taking advantage of the, the free money that is available out there. Because it hasn't been presented to them that it you wasn't qualify present, for this. It wasn't presented to them or maybe the loan officer's thinking, I don't want to go through all this additional hard work right. to get this consumer. Because there's more money, there's more time required on a down payment assistance loan right. than your standard loan. Right. And so I think as we're wrapping up, we were talking, like even if we snapshot back a year ago, if we're talking about there is a lot of these programs and things that we might have been like, ah, but that's not going to give you the best option as you're buying your house. Um, are we saying that now, looking at all of these options, we have more room for those to be viable as you're buying a home these days? I would say 100% that that has changed. Mm-hmm. And the market's uh, changed. And I, I think that if you explain well to the the other party, to the selling side, uh, that you explain to them why they want to use it and why they're able to use it, and maybe that'll make a big difference. And Mimi, let's remind everybody how they can get a hold of you during the week. Yep, Mimi at mnredhotrealestate.com or 651-578-2218. So we'll go ahead and say go Vikings on behalf of Phil. Go Blossom. Vikes. Remind you, you can get this episode and previous episodes by going to our website. Just go to mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot.